0: Yo, yo.
1: What up, you guys? We're back with another Project O podcast. Yo, 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 yo. I got a very special guest here tonight. Very special guest. Whatever, you guys. This is, uh, I have here today, sound engineer, producer, artist, My cousin Ahmed Garib, yo, aka Loud Villa, yo, yo, yo. (laughs) What's up, guys? It's
0: good to have you here, cuz. Thank you. It's good to be one of the first guests. Yeah, I'm excited to start
1: this up project that was already expanding.
0: We're going to the next level. The next level.
1: So tell us, Maud, I hear you're um, making some music.
0: Yeah, uh, I just dropped my first single of the year today a butterflies flew by um i have it out everywhere like on apple music spotify soundcloud youtube that's good uh pretty much everywhere that really has music it's like kind of weird like even on amazon and like oh you got it on there too i had the option to put it everywhere and i did because
1: i was like why not is it on like a hosting site yeah, I use a distributor called uh, DistroKid. I'm not advertising for them, but, yeah, like... Yeah. That, that's the same thing how I do with my podcast. I have, like, a, a distributor. Puts it on, like... Uh, right now, I just have it on YouTube, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts.
0: I think there's another
1: one. I think Kindle.
0: Kindle might have, like, a audiobook yeah. distributor thing, too. What is the one that you use called?
1: Uh, This isn't sponsored.
0: <laughs> 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 no i'm not sponsoring distro <laughs> either that's just the one i this use this is
1: i'm using anchor it's owned by spotify
0: is it uh it's just anchor yeah it's an app mm-hmm. i think i might have seen that one before i think i might have had to use that one for school but i never used it for myself like on an actual thing i just use it for like a project mm-hmm. but it's good because that stuff is for free yeah yeah i was surprised i thought you would have to pay
1: i'm broke <laughs> a broke college student <laughs> So it's called. Uh, I'm sorry, butterflies fly.
0: Yeah, butterflies flew by. Um, and then the name, the artist name is Loud Villa. L O U D V I L L A. I'll make
1: sure to put that down in the description below. Check out Loud Villa's new single.
0: Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, I did it. It was like a really simple song. I wasn't overthinking it because that's something I realize is like, with anything creative, you can't be overthinking it. You just gotta like in the moment tap into it whatever it is you can't perfect it
1: so what's your like creative process behind like making a song cuz this is obviously your first song right
0: no nah, this is just the first one i'm putting out on this year um but it's different every time um sometimes i start out with the beat or sometimes i might think of like just a melody in my head like na 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 and then just go with that and then it turns into something um so it's not really like there's like if you look it up you'll have people say like they always do it this way but I don't have like a set way. Sometimes I start out with the drums, um. Sometimes I will just make music with no words, mm-hmm. like it just whatever, just with some beats. Yeah, it's just whatever I'm feeling like in that moment. Um, but usually like I what I realize and this would probably help like anybody doing anything creative is like. I realize that there's, like, a space away from it that you're going to get your ideas at. Like, even if I want to make a song, sometimes, like, me sitting down and trying to make one is just going to be forcing it. Where, like, if I go and just, like, live a normal day without Mm -hmm. forcing it, It something might come to my head and then I'll go and make
1: that. That happens actually a lot with me sometimes. But sometimes you got to be creative on demand, especially, like, for, like, a job.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: for sure. But um sometimes you get your like your best ideas when you're like like out of the blue or something. Well, I swear I'd be getting some crazy ideas without even um it'll just come up in my head. Yeah. I get the best
0: ideas at the the weirdest times. Like I'll be eating dinner or mm-hmm. like taking a shower or, or taking <laughs> a dump. But like yeah. It's never when you think you that you wanna get an idea. It just like comes to your head. You write it down um it depends sometimes like i just think i'm gonna remember it usually that doesn't work but sometimes i uh if i have like an idea for like lyrics or like a melody or maybe even if it's not about music and it's about something else i can just like record
1: my voice and voice memos Mm -hmm. and then save it for later i've been doing that lately with uh on the notes app like writing stuff down right writing it down or like you said you can you can also like record what you say oh yeah it goes on the notes as well
0: i haven't used the um, speech to text enough but I probably should because
1: mm-hmm. I yeah. have that same problem as well it's like I'll have like an idea and then I think I'm gonna remember it later and then
0: yeah yeah no if you have a good idea you got to record it immediately but sometimes like I'd be, I be thinking like is this idea even worth um, saving mm-hmm. like if I'm questioning it then it's probably not the best idea but when i know like oh this is a good idea then i record it for sure Mm -hmm. yeah
1: because i know everybody's like creative process is differently some people it's drugs some people it's uh being out in nature as well yeah being around with others
0: yeah i think like there's the smallest things that can can make you think a little bit differently like if i don't eat candy like i don't eat candy a lot So if I, like, maybe I just eat, like, some Skittles, you're just tasting, like, different flavors that you don't usually taste, and it might make you think different. But if you eat that stuff all the time, then it's, like, you get desensitized to it. Mm -hmm. So that's why, like, I barely eat candy, because candy's one of those things that, like, if I want to think differently, I can eat, like, a chocolate bar and then maybe write, like, a crazy essay or
1: something. That's an interesting way to think of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, what else? Like, listening to, like... Even listening to things in other languages, like a lot of people will watch like dubs with um, the, the words over, like the English words over the actual show. But I like watching um, the shows with like the actual language on it so I can hear the different nuances of like mm-hmm. that language. And then that just makes you think differently too because it's like these people are expressing themselves, their intonations and like their volume and their the way they just communicate with one another maybe the proximity or how loud they speak. That just makes you think differently because it's, like, maybe if I uh, spoke another language, I would think differently, (laughs) like, that type of stuff. So, like, I like to think about, like, all the different things that might make someone, like, think a little bit differently and try to put myself, like, in that world sometimes so, like, I can think outside of
1: my own world to come up with new ideas. Let me ask you a question, so... Especially uh in today's age with social media and things, a lot of people copy each other. Yeah. For so, sure. So you so do you think like are, are you also drawing inspiration from other people? Do you think that people should start being more original now with their content? Or especially with
0: I think there it just uh, depends on the scenario. Like there's there's uh certain levels of like copying, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like if you take if you just take influence for something it's one thing but if you just like flat out copy something verbatim then it's like mm-hmm. you didn't make anything that we didn't see already you know um that's why i like stuff that is really like left or like right really like the extremities of things i like studying that kind of stuff because it's like they went as that far like there's are there's directors who like don't follow any of the rules of like the classic Hollywood movie and like that's what makes their movies so different is because they just did unique, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um even like what did I watch recently?
1: That's why I try to take like I'll try to get inspiration from like like you said, like some different uh a lot of different things. But like I take pride in being original and unique. Right. Yeah. I think like that's why like especially if you're like a content creator, you're making music that's how you're going to start building a fan base.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's important to be, um, to completely be yourself. And naturally as you evolve, your content is just going to evolve too. Mm -hmm. Like there's no people who try to be um, what they think is going to be popular. Don't usually uh, go too far. I mean, they might even be successful doing that for a little bit, but as far as like a sustainable, um, career or anything i feel like copying and only copying 100 percent is not gonna do you any well like by all means study you can see what people did like oh this director did this angle at mm-hmm. this moment and it had that effect and it made me feel this way and you can learn that and then you can apply it in, in a different situation or something but like if you just like take a movie scene for scene and do the same actors and then copy the whole story that's like copying you know mm-hmm. so it just depends on like what level
1: it is yeah because i feel like it's perfect especially in today's age you know take pride of who you are because a lot of people aren't really happy with how they are with themselves that's why like a lot of people especially this new generation uh because they were like born into like social media yeah so they see like this person oh he has this he has that he's that oh i like i want to be him yeah yeah you know while they don't think. They think like okay, like they idolize these people, while they think of themselves less like that. That's why I feel like there is a lot of, um, like a lot of these kids are depressed.
0: Yeah, I think it's it's like we used to have that stuff when we were younger, like on the TV and stuff. But like now, because everybody has a phone and they that's all they see all day, like yeah, it's on their hand. 24/7. Yeah, the social media, all you see is like people with the best houses and, like, the best cars or whatever people want these days, like, more money or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, we used to see that stuff on TV, but, like, you would only see it for a portion of your time. But now yeah. people see it for way more. I,
1: Because I, I was born in 2001, but I still experienced, like, like, me and my friends, we were always outside. Like, yeah. the whole neighborhood is active. Like, I feel like my neighborhood now is dead. Yeah. But like back then, like I was always outside yeah. hanging out with people. I was getting scratches and bruises every day from Yeah. <laughs> we were I doing remember. some bad stuff.
0: But it was better than being inside and not playing around. Cause like you learn like social skills and like even even when there was a bunch of kids and there was kids like doing wrong, like you still learn how to maneuver in situations whereas like the kids inside, they don't know how to move in the real world because they haven't been in the real world because they've been inside all day.
1: Have you ever heard of like the information diet? No. What is that? Basically some people say like, I think social media detox is more like what they say, but like information diets, like um, you're not like listening, watching the news. You're not on social media. You're basically, you're basically off the internet.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I haven't heard of that I mean, I know people do stuff like that. I mean, I do stuff like that, too. Mm-hmm. But but I haven't heard, like, that
1: term. Yeah, information diet. Yeah, I did it for a week because I want to experience, like... uh, It was from... I forget the book I read. But the information diet is, like, you're off the internet, basically. Social media, your phone, you know. like, the only time I was using my phone is if I wanted to contact somebody. But, um... Now, you learn a lot from that, like from what I gathered from that experience is you know there's more to life than just like going on your phone and just you know I was out more,
0: yeah, yeah, it's um,
1: and I feel like uh social media can like kind of like cloud your your brain a bit,
0: yeah, I feel like it it's like. I, it goes back to what i said about people spending so much time and it's because these things are so addictive like there's no denying it that as soon as someone picks up a phone especially the new phones like with the touch screen and just mm-hmm. the way they look
1: technology it's like a is a blessing don't get me wrong but there is levels to things yeah like addiction uh like i feel like you know like uh not a lot about like addiction but like you know like how like too much of one thing is not good for you. Right. Like going to the gym. Yeah. It's really good for you, but if you're there 6 7 days a week, you're not giving your body uh, a break. A break yeah. like to rest, get those uh 8 hours of sleep for your to recover from the muscle fatigue, you know, yeah. it's not good for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, too much of anything is going to be bad. You need to have like a balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think another thing is like when is something something, um, determined to be an addiction, right, is, like, uh, if someone only used their phone for, like, what they really needed to use it for, then it wouldn't really be an addiction because you just use it as a tool, you know? Mm -hmm. It's, like, nobody... This is, like, one of the... Because of the thing that it is, it's so massive. Like, you can do anything with this thing, right? Mm -hmm. You can call your mom, or you can, like, watch a movie, or you can just, like learn like you can go on the internet and just do whatever it's a computer you know but uh, it's one of these like made one of the best tools that have ever been invented that have been like also misused it's like Mm -hmm. no one has an addiction to like knives or spatulas and these are tools too but like we only use them for what we use them for whereas like with the phones like everybody's on them like there's people on the phone just mindlessly like so many kids now, especially the middle schoolers and, like, younger Damn. high schoolers that are just, like, on the phone to be on it. Like, they don't even have a reason to be on it.
1: It's weird. You make a good point, but, like, society doesn't know... Well, that I don't think that was ever really the intention with, like, these, or at least in the beginning of, yeah. like, the internet and, like, Facebook was one of the biggest ones. I don't think it was their intention to like this massive um problem around the world
0: yeah yeah it just happened how it happened but
1: i think that's um our own job and our uh job for the future generations to uh, um speak about having a balance with things
0: yeah i i was thinking about this the other day because i i see it like even with my own friends or maybe my siblings, like people just even with myself, like when, and I'm not going to deny that I haven't spent like more time on my phone than I should. Like everybody who has these phones really does. Even like if someone works eight hours a day, as soon as they get off of work or when they get on their break, that's like one of the first things they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's happening right now because this stuff is still new. Like mm-hmm. we this stuff just happened. So everybody's excited. Like this is the first time we ever had something like mm-hmm. this. So we're learning how to use it as we go. I think um eventually people are gonna get bored of being on their phone all day. Like
1: we'll see how that thing goes because that what's addicting of with the uh social media and being on your phone is you get like these dopamine, like these uh uh hormones that it's like a reward system
0: yeah so how do you think that they that people can like um
1: balance out their life or like
0: yeah because for me i i get bored with this stuff fast like even if i spend still like 15 minutes i'm like my rules that to me is already a lot of time
1: so my rules are usually at work i'm never really on my phone i'm there to work right at the gym i'm not on my phone i'm there to grind right like i don't even listen to music right because like i know like if i oh i want to change like a song it's oh, gonna take time and stuff yeah it's gonna take time and then all oh, notification popped up let me see what that's about yeah. stuff like that yeah and then at the dinner table like i'll i'll yell at my family if um they especially my, my little brothers if they want to bring like their ipads to the tables it's yeah like, you we're know, there To eat dinner as a family, communicate, you know, what's going on with each other's lives, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's what the dinner table, that's that's one of the dinner
1: table's, like, functions,
0: is to bring everybody together, you know? So that's, like, a few, like, rules
1: and (laughs) regulations I have for myself. Yeah. And then, like, on mornings, I won't go on my phone for, like, an hour. Like, I'll time that. Right. And. That's something I got to work on. No, the first thing you do when you get up from the bed is grab your phone. You're doing something wrong. No,
0: no, no. I don't grab it immediately, yeah.
1: but I will grab it pretty soon. Because I collect to uh, wake up. I, I'm i very grouchy in the morning. <laughs> so, but like I'll say good morning to my whole family. I'll stick a, sometimes I'll like a tip, take a step out in the backyard just to get a Fresh breath of air. air. Yeah. But I'll usually like the first thing I do is like pray.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to start the day. Like to start your phone off with the phone in your face—that's crazy. I, I don't even have the phone near me.
1: I like to keep that thing. Oh far yeah, away that's me. on the other side of the room. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's not even necessary. Um, but social media is an addiction.
1: Yeah, that was a pretty heavy subject, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, but um, you have any up and coming music? Besides uh, that single? Yeah. Well, throughout this year, I'll probably be dropping um, some singles along the way. Are you going to have, like, an album?
0: Yeah. I'm planning to put, like, a little project together. Um, I can't say too much yet. <laughs> but when it's out, it'll be out. It's uh, it's coming together piece by piece. I'm not rushing anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's all, like, just good timing, you know?
1: Same thing with this podcast. I'm just taking things one step at a time. Yeah. Same thing with my uh, active way brain. One step at a time, because... Honestly. It's very um you gotta take risk. Yeah. Oh Being no. You're not doubt. uncomfortable. Yeah. That's how you really grow as a person. So but I don't wanna be at I don't wanna to jump too far and start like biting things like I can't chew on.
0: No, yeah. You take it take it step by step and um just you gotta do whatever you can in your power, you know. Mm. Like whatever's available to you, your resources, um whatever you can do, your time, you know but as long as you're putting the effort towards it i think that uh life kind of matches it and you can see it like work kind of pays off uh people just don't like to work cuz work hurts
1: yeah
0: um we keep using the gym analogy but like people don't want to go to the gym
1: you or have, you don't even have to go to the gym but just work out that's something i preach about like you have to go through that pain and suffering not just at the at the gym but like with life that's what comes with life you can't be happy 24 7 you know
0: yeah i mean it, even the, uh, there's a point that you get to where you just get so used to being disciplined that like these things don't even mm-hmm. um feel as hard as they used to be mm-hmm. it's like the initial beginner at anything has the most hard, the hardest time usually yeah. but like once you actually get to the groove of it you just got to keep the momentum mm-hmm. yeah that's what momentum is a big one
1: like Oh, consistency.
0: Yeah. Like even with this podcast, if you can set if you just keep setting yourself a goal like at least once every so often, just stick with the consistency because that is what gives you like as long as you stay consistent consistent, you're just gonna grow. There's no <laughs> like there's no <laughs> and there's gonna be times where you're gonna doubt it. That's another thing with the creative oh, thing, like shit.
1: I know that's too well. Forget <laughs>
0: my creative process. There's not really a creative <laughs> process, but there's like these creative like um, tribulations that you have to go through. Like mm-hmm. you're good, sometimes you're gonna do there's things that you're gonna make that you won't even think that are good that other people would think is awesome. Mm-hmm. But because you're so in your own head, you would never know. That's right.
1: Yeah. That's what I had um that's something I'm like I, I deal with that. I'm getting better through it um what happens is sometimes people fear success yeah because fear makes people uncomfortable yeah and like i remember like i know some people several people know like who follow me is i posted this podcast like a few days ago mm. for the first time like announced it to the world but this is something that i've been going on for like uh working on for like a few months and sometimes like i would be like i would doubt myself nobody's gonna watch this uh nobody's gonna support me stuff like that and honestly like something that you want to do sometimes you start talking yourself out of because you you start getting in your own head yeah no yeah you have to You start doubting yourself you you really got to learn to love yourself and believe in yourself yeah That's something i've been working on a lot lately yeah
0: i think i think um These are the, like, that's one of the sacrifices of doing anything, um, creative is, like, at, at the beginning of any of this kind of stuff, there is no, um, guarantee or any, um, profit or any, like, Mm -hmm. uh, even, even any, like, for sure ways of knowing that you're doing the right thing or whatever, but, like, uh, you just have to trust in yourself that you're doing it because you want to do it, Mm -hmm. um, that you
1: have a passion for it
0: yeah that's the that's the main thing is like if you really like to do this whatever it is like whether you like cycling or podcasting or making music or computer programming or like whatever the hell it is that you do like if you really like to do it you're gonna find a way to do it people people just like they set the limits on themselves like Mm -hmm. you said if you have the passion and you're having fun that's all that matters because everything else will pay off later don't worry about
1: like um what's crazy is like in today's age you can make money off of anything yeah like people are making money just making tiktoks in their room that's crazy
0: yeah yeah and 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 other people are like trying so hard to like like there you could put like you can make like a million dollar movie and then like some 10-year-old in their room is going to make a, a video and get the same amount of attention. It's mm-hmm. crazy.
1: One thing. Because I know like sometimes like the laptop. We're good? The screen turns off, but the webcam is still recording. Oh, okay, we're good. What we talking
0: about? Uh, oh, I just lost my train of thought too. Um.
1: So what? Um. I know because we're cousins that you were doing. Uh, was it co- computer engineering or like, or software, like your major?
0: Oh, audio engineering. No, so, but like before that, you were. Oh, before so I had so many majors before.
1: <laughs> oh, you switched it a few times.
0: Well, yeah, there was like a time that I had, um, bi- like biology as my major. Yeah. Because I thought I was gonna do like some medical, uh, medical science stuff,
1: but. So why did you change it to audio engineering then?
0: Because I realized that that was not for me. Um, yeah. I p- mean, I I'm smart enough to do that kind of stuff, but I don't have the passion for it.
1: That's what I was tell my parents. I, ha- I always tell them that a lot. Like, I'm great at, like, math, health sciences. Uh, those were the pretty big ones. I was, I'm smart at a lot of stuff, but I did not want to become, like, a doctor or a, uh, like, a chemist. Yeah. A pharmacist, not. anything like that. Because I realized what, I was actually going to go through with it, but this person's and like the upper level health sciences class came in and she was telling us how like hard it is to, to get into the next level and to do it only if you love it. Mm-hmm. It's true. And when she said that, I was like, damn, I never really thought, cause I thought I was going to go through with that, go into that class and end up going into like, like these health sciences um, major. But then I really, when she said that was, I didn't think of it like that before. Yeah, is that something like? Yeah, because I I never questioned do I love it. I knew I was good with it, mm-hmm. smart at it. So I thought that was my plan.
0: Yeah, like <laughs> you don't you don't even think about the love of it because you were just like this is just you just think it's like a good plan, you know. And that's how I was thinking too. Was like I never thought that I loved it, but like I knew that I was interested in science and stuff. So yeah, it just like kind of like science. It.
1: Yeah. I'm really smart with it. But what she said, though I love it? And I was like, yeah, I didn't think of it like that before. I, I just knew I was good with it.
0: Yeah. Nah, the moment I figured out was kind of like, nobody told me anything, but I just figured it out for myself. Like with all the work that it takes in those programs and stuff, it's like, I'm going to yeah, be gonna putting in all this work, doing all this. Like if I put all this energy into anything else, I would be, Good. Like, the amount of work you put into doing that kind of stuff, you could put into anything that you like. And if that's what you really like, you you go far. I'm not, like, I was questioning why I was going to put so much work into something that I don't really like to do. Or, like, I wouldn't want to be, like, in a hospital in 10 years and be like, dang, I wish I did what I really wanted to do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I'd rather just go do what I want to do. And even if I fail, I know that I did what I wanted to do. If you Imagine that. You failed yeah. doing what you wanted to do. It's like, imagine going to the grave, being successful, and not having done anything you actually wanted to do. I welcome failure. I like, think that's what true success is, is like being, doing what you want to do,
1: essentially. Success is uh true Like, my definition of success is different from yours. But like you said, like, I wanted to at least try it. That's why I opened up um, my active wear brand, because, like, I always preach about, like, having a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. So I thought wear, went through it, going through it. I'm actually going next week to a afterwear trade show because I want to exp- expand the clothing line. But then I was also like, hmm, podcast. Yeah. You know, I like to... Stay like, busy. Not just stay busy, but I like to come and stay with people. Like, I'm very open-minded. Like, one thing I dislike with people is when they're closed-minded. Because when I talk to them, they're not listening. Yeah. Uh, you know? That's why, like, like as you're talking to me right, right now, like, you're giving me a, a different perspective than I would. You're giving yeah. me um, something like, you're telling me something, um, I swallow it, I regurgitate it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, I make my own Yeah. Uh, perspective out of it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. You have to... Uh, That's the thing is, like, people have to talk and um, discuss things uh, just to get new ideas across. Like, Mm -hmm. even if you have, like, the Republican and the Democratic Party, not to go into politics, but just to give you an example real quick. It's like, um, even if these people don't agree on the same thing, there needs to be a dialogue so that they both can go home with new ideas and new ways of thinking that they didn't have before they talked.
1: Not to get into politics, but I do not support the two party system <laughs> <laughs> I, I,
0: yeah that's a failure in itself, yeah
1: but uh, do you have any goals for this year twenty twenty two brand new year two weeks in
0: my my goals right now is uh i <clears> want to um develop my brand into an l l c oh you're oh you haven't done that yet no um the the reason I haven't done it yeah reason I haven't done it is because I didn't have anything to stick to it Mm -hmm. so I was like there was nothing for it to be branded with even if I had the brand like there was nothing to be branded yet you know what I'm saying so I was waiting until like I have some things that to come out and then like attach it to it okay yeah
1: that's actually like one of the first things like I think that was probably like the greatest day of my life is when I got like that um like the LLC, like it's like official. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like the podcast is under an LLC. Like maybe if I like start making like money, yeah, put that under like an LLC. Yeah.
0: Well, the way I I was thinking to do it was just like have um my my branding, whatever I do, just be all under one thing. Like if I'm doing like video and then. Uh, audio and um, I don't know whatever else I decide to do in my life it can just all go under one kind of brand mm-hmm. and then build itself um, Another goal that I have is uh, to sign up with one of these um, songwriter like um, protection uh, I forget what they're called like a copyright uh, no kind of it's like um, there are associations for like composers. To basically, like, uh, it is kind of a copyright thing, but it's like, um, to so like protect,
1: to protect you, like your work from from somebody else stealing it.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, to protect the rights of it. Like, if someone's playing it, you get paid for it, stuff like that.
1: Um, yeah, that's something big. Like people, especially like those artists, um, they should be get paid for. They
0: should get paid for their work. Yeah, for sure. That's been a big problem in the past decades is um, a lot of people's art um, just being used and no one getting compensated for it other than the people who are obviously doing the the shady Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, Even with visual art, you'd be surprised. Um, There's a lot of people who like sell uh, shirts with other people's graphics on it that they didn't use the rights for. Mm -hmm. Like like people's like drawings, which is kind of messed up.
1: Let me find somebody out. Use my logo for their own uh, <laughs> benefit again. I'll smack the shit out of you. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> yeah, people are crazy. I think uh, a lot of people do it like on the, especially on the streets. Like if you go to a concert, you ever been to a concert and then you see somebody selling T-shirts of the person? Outside, like, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to knock their hustle. Everybody got to make a living somehow, but there's different levels to it, right? Because it's like if a guy's at a Snoop Dogg concert and it's just like a guy selling some Snoop Dogg shirts outside, I don't hate him. You know, he just like trying to make a decent buck so he can go home and feed his family, probably. But like if you take, like you said, you take my logo and then you put it on your shirt and say it was your logo. That's like Mm -hmm. really weird. So there's like different boundaries to it.
1: Have you been to these COVID concerts lately?
0: Nah, I haven't been to uh, (laughs) me Let me think, let me think. No, I did get invited. To, I got invited to a Playboy Cardi concert, and I said no.
1: Oh, shit. That shit would have had you coughing. <laughs> <was my> party. <coughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, they had it in the fairgrounds, the central fairgrounds. They're crazy.
1: Uh, I went to, I'm not going to lie, I did go to a Maluma's concert. It was last year in October in New York. I happened to be in uh, New York at the same was this, time.
0: Was it seated? Yeah. I feel like that's better. No, the yeah. Playboy Cardi concert was going to be standing like in a big, you know, crowd. Nice nah, like, person like to person.
1: Lollapalooza, I think um what was another one? Rolling Loud. Yeah, it's not good. They shit. It was like the Aerial View, it was all packed people were like like literally like body to body. Yeah, sardines. Yeah. It looked disgusting like
0: Yeah. I mean even even with COVID aside like a lot of people in yeah. a big group like that, you're going to take that risk, you know, of being in a large crowd. Somebody's going to have something, right? Mm-hmm. But
1: And you should have seen, like, the videos i seen, like, where they, like, check, like, the COVID passes. They were just, people would just whip it out and then. Like, <laughs> just, like, flash it real quick. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel like if they're doing that, that means that they don't really care and they're just trying to. Um, Make a buck. Yeah. Like, they're just following the rule that the government gave them or something like that. But that's understandable. Yeah, too. But like
1: New York, they're like they're tight with it. They won't let you. Like some like places are cool with it. Don't you, you can just show like a picture of like a COVID pass, and then they won't ask for your ID. But some people will ask for like the ID and like the COVID pass. Oh, it's
0: just because people are trying to show someone else's pass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I haven't heard of anybody doing that, but that's a good idea, I guess, if you got away with it. But
1: like it's crazy to see like the difference there and here, like. There's basically like no restrictions here,
0: yeah. Unless Florida
1: is kind of the over. only one I think it's like, the doctors maybe, and then like the airport.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, it's weird. I mean, people like. We're learning how to deal with um something this big. You know, it's like everyone's trying to make the right decision for something like this because it can be so serious. I mean, if people are dying. I mean, it's, it hasn't really been as fatal as people thought it was going to be, but people still died, you know? So, people just get scared and everyone's trying to, like, make the right decisions.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But at the end of the day, like, with disease and stuff like that, like... There's no way containing it, right? Yeah, like, people... This is life. Everybody's going to die. So, like, that sounds so... Uh, narcissist, Not narcissistic. Um, nihilistic. <laughs> but everybody's going to die eventually yeah. anyway. So, it's like... Do what you love. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Imagine <laughs>
1: if we yeah. No, but I, I wanted to ask you before because we've been to a couple of concerts together. Yeah. What, what was your best experience at a concert? Hmm. That's
0: a good question.
1: My favorite experience, I'll tell you this right now. Um, I've been to a, a lot. I'll honestly say Malum was my favorite concert, but Kali Uchi's concert. <laughs> uh, I was I was in love that night. <laughs> that was a good concert. Yeah, Kali always she's Please. a beautiful lady kelly says if you see this i love you <laughs> if you want to come on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> feel free give her the contact info. Like, she has like a she has a very beautiful voice
0: yeah kali is one of um the artists that i got to discover um, in her early career yeah and i was like really cool to see her go from that to you've that. seen her like, twice right yeah, I saw I saw her um twice in Orlando, but like seeing her growth from going from like probably like only a like a few thousand people listen to her project on um the mixtape cool. websites and SoundCloud, mm-hmm. and then like now she's like making songs with all the the Gross. popular artists, so pretty
1: cool. Yeah, it's it was good. I knew she was gonna get like bound to get like bigger, but. Like, when we went, it was, like, a very small venue. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Probably, like, how many how many people you say were in there? I would say no more
1: than a 1,000. Maybe, Maybe less. less. Yeah, I would say less.
0: Maybe, like, yeah, a few hundred. I don't know how many, but that was a good concert because it was so intimate. Like, the stage, like, wasn't like she was, like, 1,000 a, a feet high. Yeah, like, she was close. Right, close. Like, she put on a good show.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Tyler, the Creator's concert was crazy.
0: Yeah, remember I was talking oh, to my brother about uh, that the other day. Remember when everybody were, was falling over each other?
1: Yeah, bro, I, I I swear I almost lost my shoe that night. Like for some reason, like it it came undone and it was <laughs> about to fall off. We gotta explain to them what happened. So uh, go ahead.
0: Yeah, we're, you're gonna have to help me explain this because I don't even know how to put it into words. Yo, it was like,
1: can I just say something? We were at the back of it. <laughs> yeah, We were at the back of the crowd, and for some reason, we just got pushed all the <laughs> way to the front. <laughs> it
0: was like uh, being in the ocean, though.
1: Oh, and one more thing. We have a, a friend that's like tall and huge, and he was just getting like sucked in, into that. What do Shout you call out it? Carlos.
0: Yeah. You uh, got sucked into what? Oh, the mosh pit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, was like, yeah. help.
1: yeah shout out carlos kids are crazy
0: it's always good to be at the concerts with carlos though because he's the tallest person there every time for the most part i don't think i've ever saw maybe like i saw someone get close like but he's a pretty tall guy but so we were in this we were in this uh ocean of people right skin to skin sardines but we're all having fun this guy's doing his songs on the stage everybody's having fun and then like somehow there's a domino effect of like people falling, but like nobody fell on the floor. We were just like yeah, falling we forward and back inside the side, to side mm-hmm. like an ocean, but we lost complete control. Like it really felt like you were in the ocean and the waves were just pushing you. Like nobody could like control themselves because it was just like the force of so many people dominoing and hitting each other and knocking over, but not all the way. And then like s- somehow it would go back and go the yeah, other I way. that it was like. That was one of the most um, weirdest human experiences I've ever had because of the loss of control in such a big group of people. Like Mm -hmm. everybody just tilting forward and back like some dominoes. Or like, um, I don't even know what to compare that to. Like it was like the ocean being the ocean.
1: I remember when I got to the front, like people were getting like uh, slammed across like the fence. So like these uh, security guards had to like start like pulling people out of it because they were get stuck and like i i think i almost almost died like i swear uh like i was very dehydrated and (laughs) i think i was almost like one point hyperventilating because i i was just stuck there i was like no getting out yeah go crazy and i lost I, i i don't know our group got split like i was looking for everybody
0: yeah i think we recoup after that whole uh um, monstrosity of the ocean event happened in the mosh pit sucking. It was like a vortex. Uh, but I will say, it was worth it. Yeah. The fairgrounds are always a good time. Every time. Every time I've been there, it's like, oh, was it's that crazy, the, but it's good. That was
1: the same place where Playboy Cardi got put? Was when?
0: Pretty sure. I mean, I'm not like, I, I'm like 90% sure. I could be wrong, but I mm-hmm. think that's where he was. And I just imagine a Playboy Cardi concert there. Because like Tyler Credit concert, like... I mean, the, his fans go crazy. Like, they ride or die for him, mm-hmm. but it's like he doesn't, uh, not all his music it really is it really it's like what? crazy music. Yeah, it's just like more chill. But like, he does have, don't get me wrong, he has songs that go hard too, but like a Playboy Cardi concert, all his songs are like upbeat and like make people go like dancing and crazy. I think, like.
1: I don't know, I don't ever understand the Playboy Cardi fans.
0: Yeah, well, the reason I, I would go if it wasn't the whole COVID thing, because it was a cheap ticket, too. It was only, like, $30, too. I know, but, like,
1: his fans are, like, a ride or die for him. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. <laughs> oh,
0: no. I'm not, yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm not the biggest Playboy Cardi fan. I do enjoy some of his songs, but, like, I would go there just to see the energy and, like, see what the hell's going on, because to go to that and see the, re- the crowd reaction to his concert would be interesting. Like, mm-hmm. It might be too crazy, but it might be one of those things you just have to see, you know? Sometimes I like to, like, go to um, an event that I normally wouldn't really go to just to see, like, what's going on. Or, Mm -hmm. like, um, maybe I'll actually, like, be into something that I'd never heard before or something like that. Um, I was just out of something, but I dropped it. I don't remember what it was. It was going
1: to be related to that. I know you've been to... um iconic concert right? How that?
0: oh yeah that's hands down the greatest one yeah going back to what, that <laughs> question because we just like balled off of it but that was probably the best concert i've been to um as far as like just the uh, the performance and then the show the show um quality the show the showmanship and the show um I guess because there's so much money invested and so much energy invested into making that concert happen, it was uh, pretty remarkable. Like they had a light show, like it wasn't just like him on the stage singing. Like there was parts where he wasn't even there, and like you were just in this experience of like there was like these lights above the the everybody basically there was lights mm-hmm. above everybody there were like these moving grids that were like changing colors and stuff and like um it was just like an entire visual experience in itself and there was like uh instrumentals and like beats that of made that you'd never heard before or like maybe you heard them before but they were repurposed and like done in a crazier way for like the show and it was really weird cuz it was like I, we didn't know how good the concert was going to be um before we got there, like, we knew it was going to be awesome, but we didn't realize it. That was Like, in Tampa, you don't really right? know. Yeah, I was in Tampa in the Amali Arena. It's basically their, like, their Amway, but... Yeah. I was going to ask, Maluma was in Tampa or in Orlando? Orlando.
1: Amway. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I think he, when he comes to Florida, he only goes to Orlando and uh, Miami. Yeah.
0: Florida gets a hard time getting anybody at all sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I see people on tour and they never come. It's Yo, so sad. Well,
1: I got beef with one person. Yo, Olivia Rodrigo, how are you not going to come to Florida?
0: It's ca- <laughs> She ca- skipped over <laughs> Florida, her, her world tour. Everybody be skipping over Florida. It's because uh, when they're on the buses, they don't want to come down and back up because uh, it's like a waste of gas or something. I don't know. They got millions of
1: dollars they don't want to fly. <laughs>
0: usually it's like the bigger artists who come to Florida because of like they they can just get like every single place
1: she's huge like her last album like her song um damn how, how am I gonna forget it but one of her songs was I think it went the number one song on like the
0: the charts or the billboards, yeah, yeah, it, it like
1: broke a, wor- a record, yeah, like for long the longest number one song on it,
0: yeah. I like what she did with um bringing that like that certain sound back, um oh, from Paramore, yeah, and like Willow Smith is kind of on the same thing, like just oh. that like punk attitude,
1: yeah, I like that. Yeah, she makes really good music. I'm yeah. a fan of her her work in, uh, and Jaden Smith's,
0: yeah, and uh, I go against um this is unpopular opinion, but I actually like her music better than his. I really, yeah. No, it's understandable. Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, don't get me wrong. His music is great, but I feel like as far as like, um, longevity or like a maybe Willow. if they had like a battle or something, I feel like she would make the better song. Like if they went one on one against each other to make like a better song. Or no, I would, would, I would
1: yeah. bet on little too. Yeah, her vocal range is crazy. Mm-hmm. I listen to um. I was a big fan of her like uh her older albums but like what I've seen lately from her it's good but I feel like Jaden Smith I like I wish he was still more involved in acting like his uh yeah. his father I I wonder if
0: um I mean I feel like they will eventually do something there's no way they just not they probably like are like just doing other stuff and then like going to get some crazy big deal like can you guys finally do it for this much money or something like that but yeah um and it's crazy to see both of his kids um become successful yeah and and yeah and be like relevant though cuz yeah. there's like a lot of famous people who like their kids are like they get like um some type of attention because they're related to the famous people but they're not getting attention because they're genuinely um, skilled or talented at something. They're just related to that guy. Yeah. Whereas, like, his kids are legitimately, like, they could have been, like, from a completely different family and they're solid with their work, you know?
1: hmm Yeah. I agree with you. Uh I mess with Jaden a lot because I like his boxed water brand, what he's doing with that. I would actually like to get something involved with that because, um i hate plastic yeah like especially like people don't understand because i'm about to go plastic is uh no it's a silent killer yeah um there's a thing called like microplastics or uh there's a professional term for like a scientific term but like just because damn i'm a (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna get called out Because I was drinking out of the, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, a Hey It's a desperate times Comes for
0: Desmond measure. Nah nah I have this <laughs> I don't know why I got that
1: But People don't understand um, Just because it, It's a plastic water bottle The plastic somehow um, Gets in the water mm-hmm. Whether if Even if it's room temp But Especially if your food um comes wrapped in plastic, like it's frozen, it yeah, it breaks down. The plastic breaks down. Yeah. And what's that doing to our bodies right now? it's unbelievable.
0: Huh. I haven't done much research on that on that part of it. It's
1: like reducing our testosterone. I feel like that's what makes people wimps nowadays. Now
0: nah. I mean it might be a part of the equation for sure. Because there's a lot of stuff that like has changed. Um the world like even with the hormones and like meat before people were aware Mm -hmm. and before companies stopped doing that like there was a lot of stuff going on like people having like all type of body um changes that humans didn't have before because there's like this um modified food and stuff like that Mm -hmm. uh dang i was gonna say something before that though yeah,
1: my bad. I I went off on a tangent. were you saying,
0: oh, the plastic, the plastic. Yeah. So I didn't know about that, but I knew that plastic is a problem just because, like, we can't really recycle anything as as good as we think we can right now.
1: I can get into a bigger <laughs> uh, discussion about uh, like like environmental crisis stuff <laughs> like that. Plastic is just honestly one of the smallest little bit of equation of it. What contributes to a bigger pollution to the earth is the US military. I had to say it. Yeah I had to say it. I mean war
0: warfare
1: or like anything with that life. contributes to the um the biggest pollution on this planet. Air pollution, water pollution, everything.
0: Yeah. And all, all US that, military. Like, all those like See, everybody I, doing like bomb testing and stuff, like that shit is definitely going into the the atmosphere you know
1: not yeah, especially when they're overseas and they dump a lot of like toxic waste like yeah into the planet it's disgusting
0: yeah because there's the thing is like there's so many people doing like we're doing a lot of stuff that like doesn't have a way of disposing it like you can't you can't throw something away because it still has to go somewhere like even mm-hmm. if we take the trash out there's somewhere it has to be Like, that stuff is really scary. Mm -hmm. So, we're going to have to get real innovative with the way we deal with our trash. I think people will eventually figure out. I mean, as we go, like, wasted start um, making better decisions and, like, better ways of doing things to clean the earth up. I have, like, I have faith in humanity. (laughs) A lot of people are like, nah, we're going to be trash. And it's going to be like Wally. I think it can get to that if people don't take care of it.
1: Yeah, but there's very uh idiotic people in power that are just ignorant and don't think global warming is real yeah it's like i always wonder if they like this has been like the hottest winter ever in Florida. usually it'll get cold but like
0: yeah we haven't even had a winter (laughs) 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 yeah global warming is a problem the people who live in the colder places are are easier in denial i guess yeah because they haven't like Felt that much of a change maybe. I don't know. It's all like people kind of pick like what side they want to be on and then they don't even think about anything that they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like politics aside, like there's no politics in, in saying that um we need to start cleaning this shit up. Like, whether you believe in global warming or not, you can't deny that all of our trash is stacking up. You know what yeah. I'm saying? There's stuff that is like Um, not even debatable that like people don't talk about as much. Like, yeah, there's no way around that. I think people are just so selfish because they're thinking like, if he's like a 70 year old politician, he only got like a couple years left. So he's just thinking to make the most money (laughs) so he can have as much fun as he can until he dies or something like that. Like some people are just selfish in their ways.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Disgusting.
0: (laughs) We're going to bring justice to this world. One podcast at a time um but there's gonna be a lot of uh um, replacements for this kind of stuff I think like biodegradable material
1: yeah uh if you guys don't know matin shop uses biodegradable uh polymalers or That's awesome.
0: yeah see everything needs to be biodegradable I think like even the
1: even if it's like a little bit more money I does not, I don't regret it. Like it doesn't bother me.
0: Oh, yeah, no doubt. I mean, that's like a big contribution. That's like one of those steps that people have to
1: start taking. Especially like for like fashion um, because of how much stuff is getting like shipped out. Yeah. Like I read an article about it and I was going to do it no matter what because I like buy the durable things and, and I care about the environment. But it was mm-hmm. nice to know that there is like options you can choose from like that
0: yeah yeah always a good option um i feel like even if it doesn't benefit us directly it benefits the um general humanity you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like even if i don't see the results of my good actions today it's gonna affect whoever's after me and we're in the position that we're at right now because of everybody before us so it's like if we don't do anything then it's gonna be a forever loop of nobody doing anything that's why I'm, I have an optimistic view about it. I feel like um, there's still hope for that kind of stuff. I, th- I even like the dummies who don't think that global warming is real. Like they'll know it's real when the sky is turning black or something like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like there's yeah. places covered in smog, smog, and it's disgusting. Like in um, Tokyo, there's times where like it's like actually you're, it's like smoking a cigarette to be outside. Yeah. Just to be outside.
1: You know, it's weird. I used to see, uh, this was before COVID, but they would always wear a mask there. That's probably why. I don't, I can't say for sure. I don't know if it was for fashion or if if that was like the general reason.
0: That might be for smog. Uh, Maybe they have like some uh, like air. Air pollution there. Yeah. Like air purification mask or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, uh, that's no bueno, man. (laughs) No, no. <laughs> we're multilingual on this, on this podcast <laughs> we're going global but we do got to start learning some more languages i was thinking to at least know like
1: um i'm fine knowing like i obviously fluent in english but like i'm pretty good with arabic and i would actually like to learn more spanish
0: yeah i want to know like at least five before I die, but I, that's, don't, that's a lot. I don't, I don't, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, is like, I don't need to know it that good. I like, if I can speak one language, like as good as like, um, maybe like a high schooler in that country or something. Yeah, <laughs>
1: That makes it awesome. That sounds right.
0: Just enough to get like around the city or something. It's good. Like I said, cause if even just as a different mode of thinking mm-hmm. with a different language, cause of the way the sentences are put together, it just makes your brain think differently. It's weird yeah um but fuck plastic yeah fuck that shit yeah i was gonna say um you know what's funny before plastic there's something that i learned uh the other day was that before they banned hemp in the united states they used hemp for everything so uh, hemp was used for clothes it was used for paper it was used for they had like a version of plastic. I don't know what they called it, but something like plastic where it would be like for containers or, or like to wrap things. Hemp? Yeah. And it was like, this is just biodegradable, but they made it illegal because they wanted to get certain people in trouble for like, and all that politics stuff. But like they, they used that plant for literally for like to make all types of materials. And then as soon as it was banned, they switched to plastic. Is hemp considered like marijuana
1: or it's like its own thing?
0: uh it's yeah it's like the same um the same plant but like they use that thing for like i said everything paper Mm -hmm. like the constitution the united
1: states constitution
0: is written on hand paper
1: oh shit get the blunts out
0: (laughs) maybe uh benjamin franklin was smoking weed while he was thinking of it
1: but um they're saying that he had his
0: own uh marijuana plant he did have it yeah he did have his farm that's another thing people don't know. Yo, Ben Frank was smoking that pack. But I don't know if he... They, I don't know if they had it for smoking or if they had it just for like... Decoration. Like I said, for like oh, yeah. clothes and paper. Nah, and stuff ben like that. Ben was smoking that pack. I mean, he probably... Tr- if they were all smoking tobacco on those pipes back then, he probably tried it out. You think Ben was rolling backwards back then? Some, <laughs> some type of version of it. Those people were always smoking tobacco back in those days. Oh, man. Um speaking of of that um drugs thing that you said earlier for uh people trying to think differently right i was reading this book about like coffee and um the coffee the history of coffee basically and a lot of people don't realize it but coffee is a drug Mm -hmm. whether you want to admit it or not it's a drug and that's not a bad thing you know we have drugs like Tylenol Mm -hmm. caffeine whatever it is like certain things have a certain purpose but before um a lot of the european countries got caffeine the society was basically drunk like and that's like not even being a metaphor like everybody drunk like not necessarily but like kind of like they were on some type of influence because um the regular water was so dirty like you if you drank the regular ta- like oh. regular warm tap water like you're going to get sick so what they had to do was you either going to boil the water and then drink it or you're going to drink a beer cuz it has water in it. Mm-hmm. But um I forget why.
1: Damn, that's interesting.
0: Yeah, I guess because of the alcohol yeah. kind of so it was like more trustworthy for the European people to drink <laughs> beers or alcohol instead of the water. But in turn, the people were like more like Dumb and lazy and like not doing anything, or you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, what happened was they imported someone discovered, uh, like someone from Europe came in, um, discovered like coffee. He didn't discover coffee, they just found that coffee existed because coffee was already discovered in um, American. Asia and okay, all the Autobi countries and all that. So, coffee on like the eastern side of the world, people already knew about it, they've been using it for a long time. Mm-hmm but in the west in europe the people didn't know about it because they never had it so when someone brought that over to um over they like over to the european side like it just changed the world for them because they go from being like drunk or maybe they not everybody was really drunk but um, some type of subtle intoxication because after they drink probably a thousand beers they probably got used to it but like uh you go from that to being like super focused like they did they didn't even have a chance to be sober (laughs) but yeah people were so because of the the boiled water and the coffee they were able to drink that instead of drinking alcohol and now they go from being a drunken society to being uh, a sharp society and then they had the renaissance and that's when you see all those paintings and all that crazy stuff that happened
1: also because of coffee Shout out to coffee. See, people
0: don't know about coffee.
1: Shout out Starbucks.
0: Yeah. So coffee uh, combated alcohol in the West.
1: Man, that was a beautiful history lesson. Yeah. Because I love coffee.
0: No, yeah. Shout out to coffee. And I... um, Are you a coffee drinker? Not really. Well, I drink coffee, but I don't drink coffee. Because when people say, do you drink coffee? That means you drink coffee. You know what I'm saying?
1: I drink it like maybe like twice a week at most.
0: You see, but you're still a coffee drinker then. To me. In comparison, I'm saying in comparison. Oh, okay. Well, a real coffee drinker, I think is somebody who drinks it every day. Like, yeah, there's yeah, coffee drinkers who drink it too. Maybe I can drink it every day.
1: Yeah. That was a real like. Some people, that's the first thing they do when they get up. Yeah. Or, or let's stop at Dunkin' or Starbucks. Yeah. Way. I like coffee. Um. I'll get when it when like, i feel like it. Yeah. I'll get it when it's like real leisure. Yeah,
0: like, that's the thing. I never do it as, like, I need to have coffee. Mm-hmm. The, the people who need coffee, that's one of that stuff that's kind of scary. Yeah, but to actually, like, intently, like, feel like, hey, I'm going to get a coffee. That's pretty cool. To be in control of it, Um, I probably haven't had a coffee in, like, two months, honestly. I probably should have one. We should probably have some coffee after this, <laughs> you know, because it's crazy. It's like when you don't do these things every day, there's a magic to it.
1: Yeah, it tastes, honestly, like... When you haven't had a coffee in a bit, like a nice caramel latte, you take that first sip.
0: Yeah. Uh, when I was in school, people uh, would drink coffee every day and I wouldn't drink coffee until it was like really close to um, like midterm or like final exam time. And then you use coffee to study when you never use coffee. It's like
1: magic. Well, what I know about like coffee and like energy drinks is you're not supposed to take it like right away. Like the first thing you do when you wake up. Mm-hmm. Because what happens now is every time you wake up, you need that coffee now or, like, that energy to help wake you up and focus. Well, you should wait until, like, later in the day, like, a few hours after to actually get, like, the real benefits behind of it.
0: Right. And I feel like that's just cheating yourself because you already wake up with some kind of energy if you have a decent night of sleep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I,
0: I actually learned a little bit about that, too, in the book. It was, like, coffee doesn't really... So a lot of people think that um caffeine gives you energy, but it's just because you feel it. But what coffee or caffeine does, so caffeine and anything, it's borrowing um future time. It's kind of crazy. So uh there's this chemical that releases in your brain called adenosine. And adenosine basically helps regulate um your sleep alongside with uh serotonin and dopamine and all those chemicals. It's one of the sister chemicals, but yeah. um Coffee, basically, uh, the caffeine takes place of the adenosine, so it blocks the adenosine from going on and latching on. And now it's um, stopping your body from releasing the adenosine over time. So basically throughout the day, from the moment you wake up, your body starts releasing this chemical little by little. Mm -hmm. But by the end of the day, um, it's because your body made so much, by the end of it, uh, it's time to go to sleep like it just puts you to sleep. Um so when coffee's taking the caffeine's taking the place of that chemical, it's just uh holding off on time. So it's like uh you're going to stay up for a couple more hours. But all that all that uh adenosine that you had back there, it's still there. It's just waiting for a turn mm-hmm. to uh to latch on. So it's like you're going to be screwed which, whichever way you cut it if you're abusing caffeine. Mm-hmm. So ca- if you use caffeine as a tool, it's awesome. But if you're using every day, you're, like, continuously in debt of, like, borrowed time. It's weird. Not just
1: that. It's just, I don't feel like paying $5 for a cup of coffee every time. <laughs> yeah, coffee. That starts adding up. Think about that. If you buy a $5 cup of coffee, it's not even $5 no more, I swear. The other day it came out to like seven bucks. So I was like, hey, "What the fuck?" Yeah, coffee be expensive. I worked at
0: a cafe. Don't don't forget yeah. that. That was uh, people that's, be like really crazy about their coffee so that's,
1: too. What's Five dollars a day times I buy, 365 days, spending almost well, like around two thousand bucks. That's a good chunk. It's like damn, fuck that shit.
0: Yeah, make your coffee at home, guys. <laughs> make your coffee at home. See, but. That's why for me, it never really mattered the price to me because I never drank it. Like yeah. if I drink it once every month or something like that, it's like whatever. But if you're drinking every day, yeah, it's ridiculous.
1: All right, cuz I think we'll wrap it up here.
0: Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah. This is fun. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Loud Villa. This has been another Project O podcast. Uh subscribe to me on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, also um subscribe to me on apple Podcasts, google podcast spotify <laughs> <laughs> i'll put loud villa's music in the description down below thank you thank you for having me y'all have a blessed day